Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. <laughs> uh, oh, Dan, Dan's definitely got me tickled on this one. He, uh, <laughs> um, We'll get into the why I'm tickled in a minute. And, and I haven't even had a drink yet, I promise. <laughs> Uh, but, but we will fix that very, very quickly. I'm sipping on some old tub today, Dan, Me too. uh, from the bean distillery. That's, uh, didn't you say this one, your whiskey of the year? I didn't yeah. even know you had a vote. <laughs> it's my vote. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so one vote old tub, uh, and that's really it. There's no need for a recount. Pretty it's much, pretty much. I mean, can you beat this value of this thing? I can't, it's like, it's too good. Mm. It's too good. I, I can't. I mean, there are, we've uh, we've had a chance to sample a lot of good uh, spirits over the past several months, and uh, I can't say that I, I have definitely had some stuff that's better. Um, but if you're looking at it just from a true value statement and uh, accessibility, I, I it, it's I'm leaning pretty heavy that way. You might get like a vote and a half, but um, okay, good. Uh, let's see, man. So how was, uh, how was Thanksgiving? Did you guys, uh, did you cook the bird? Yeah, we deep fried a turkey and it was fantastic. You know, yeah. uh, I, you know, some people don't like turkey and like go away from turkey for Thanksgiving. I, I don't mind it. I don't eat turkey that often. So the one time a year or, you know, many times a year, but not like, you know, every week or whatever. So yeah, I don't mind it. What about you? Uh, we, we had a, uh, we had a traditional bird. Mm. Uh, so we, uh, we put ours in the oven. We, we couldn't get him to hold still long enough to get him in the uh, no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we did, uh, we did it traditional style. Went up to Mam's, Mam's oh, bar. Oh. oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So did, did, uh, it's where we, uh, it's where we typically have it at. So it was good. Got to see a lot of old friends and, uh, and family. So I had a good time. Uh, did get to imbibe a little bit and some, uh, some libations. I like that hat, by the way. Thank What'd you. you get? Have you been holding out on me? Oh, we got to release the show in a couple of weeks. This is the cricket people sent us this stuff. And it's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. With Hobson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a good time chatting with mm -hmm. him. So that was, uh, straight that was out of cool. Austin. This is the Austin look today. It is. It is straight out of Austin. <laughs> I like that. Next thing you know, you'll be moving there with, uh, with Joe and Matthew. I should be drinking still Austin with my Austin gear on. I'll have to do that next time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you could. You may have another shipment on the way too. By the way, okay, except cool. the, except the postman would didn't take the package today, so I'm I'm mm -hmm. gonna have to I guess go drop it off tomorrow or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but man, I'll tell you, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, it started off kind of like eh, I don't I don't know, you know, because I, the one game I was looking forward to on Thanksgiving was the Steelers game, you know, the Steelers Ravens, and that got canceled. I was like, ah oh, crap. Oh, it got canceled again. I know. Again, it, 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 yeah. This is like the third cancellation, and they're like, ooh, the NFL season may be in jeopardy if they can't uh, yeah. they can't pull it off and i'm like going well i mean it's why not it's just two teams so they yeah. mean yeah uh, but then um i watched the match on friday that was fun i watched every minute of the match so so that was fun um i'll tell you what i mean phil it has kind of anchored himself so much for that new golf league i think uh i think whoa big sip. big sip i think i think phil is just heading straight to uh just these exhibition matches man I mean, well, I mean, shit, he bought the golf course, right? Yeah. So he, you know, he, he was talking and like, oh man, this is a nice course. He's like, well, it should be. I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Well, pump, yeah. pump the, pump the brakes there. Where's, where's my glasses? And, and he was, he was, he was showing that thing off too. Did you see? He, uh, he definitely did pull the fill and the drive went, <laughs> drive went all the way. I think it was to the right. And you're like, oh crap, this is going to hurt. And it, it hits a, hits a rock. Oh, it hits a rock. And comes it's back in the fairway. He goes, oh, that's called the owner's bounce. Owner's bounce. So def <laughs> definitely rubbing it in. Uh, uh, who's some, I forget who he was talking to, but somebody was like, well, you know, it was a little chilly out today. It was around 50. We were wondering if we were going to get to see those calves. Yeah. Oh, 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 of course we were. He's like, hey, we need more sunshine. It's chilly outside. He was looking a little cold there at the end. I'll tell you that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Peyton was all sweatered up and mm -hmm. yeah. I, you, well, hold on. Since we're talking about uh, dress attire, um, well, I don't. I don't know if I want to go to his attire first or his uh, 
just the way he played that golf course. But I, I mean, I thought Steph Curry was going to be like a ringer. And you, I mean, you, when you hear it, when you when you hear all these celebrity, all the um, mm-hmm. all the the proams that are happening, mm-hmm. and it's like because I think he's won Lake Tahoe like a couple of times Might or have. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, Pebble Beach regularly and, and plays it a lot. And I don't know if he's played this course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did not, it did not, as a, uh, as a PGA tour pro once told me, uh, it just, it didn't fit his eye. Well, no, he, he, re- he really had some challenges out there. And I mean, by the second hole, Peyton had to be going like, shit, mm-hmm. well, I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 of course, Tiger, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So hold on. So not only did he play, maybe if he was less worried about his wardrobe and more worried about, uh, golf. I mean, it could have gone a lot different. He had those sweatpants on with those little lines down. I'm like, what is that dude wearing? I mean, but like Barkley and and Lefty. I mean, they had their, you know, they they said we're te- we're going team black. Here we go. You don't you, you're not going to get confused. And then you know, Peyton's got I would say, tra- and maybe that's tra- traditionalist in me that I'm kind of like, well, okay, but then. Curry, it, it literally looks like he just got off the basketball court. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm waiting on him to rip the leggings off and, uh, you know, start dribbling the golf balls around. But, well, actually, he did dribble the golf balls all over the course. So it's pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then towards the back of that thing, I mean, it got I, I don't know how many sand traps he put Peyton Manning in, but I think every <laughs> single one that he could. <laughs> he hit as much sand as I usually hit. <laughs> yeah. But does it cost extra when you play out of the sand more often than not just from the maintenance standpoint? I have to ask, um, I think we had Jim coming on uh, next week, uh, superintendent at, uh, at Heritage. We want to ask him uh, if, if it costs extra, if you really take advantage of those traps. So, but hey, all in all, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. So oh, are, are these, uh, are they losing some of their, um, some of the snap with you, these, these charity events. I mean, were you kind of like, well, you know, or, or, or are you like, man, I, I loved it. It was awesome. I loved it, but I'm a golf fan, but I think if I were to give any recommendations on how to improve it next time, I think, I think they do need the two tour pros. Um, yeah. because I think we figured out if it's not two tour pros, like you're not going to beat Phil. He knows how to win, you know? No. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, you know what I do think is really cool. So being a, an, an amateur golfer is kind of hearing Phil kind of coaching, you know, Barkley. And then he was coaching oh, that, uh, I mean, Brady in the last one, you know, kind of kind of walking through it. But I mean, just just the way he's kind of navigating the course. And it was I don't know if it was 15, maybe 14, but he's like, he's like, OK, guys, come on, we got to pick this up. And you know, I, get, I don't know if it was TV time or if it was getting dark or whatever, but um uh, maybe he was getting cold because, you know, at, at that point, uh, Peyton did have his, I uh, put his, uh, his jacket on. I think Steph put back whatever that thing was, he was wearing back on. And, uh, but, but then he's still going, he's like, okay, Chuck, here we go. Now you're going to, you're going to, you got to feel it. It's going this way. And we're going to kind of put over here and, and, and it's not, it's not fast, but it is a little bit uphill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're confusing me already. I, you know, Chuck's going like shit, man, just let me hit the putt. <laughs> well, I think that uh, definitely Phil is there to stay. I don't think we're going to be getting rid of Phil anytime soon. I think he loves no. this as he's getting towards retirement or not re- retirement, but his next yeah, chapter, yeah, 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 the next right. chapter, I, you know, I saw him tweeting against uh, JT. I was surprised Tiger didn't call in, you know, you know, how all those guys call in down in Florida. I figured people would be calling. Oh, in. Yeah. The only people that had call in were like the TNT people or TBS people or whatever his channel was on. Uh, so. Yeah, Shaq yeah. And, uh, and Kevin. And, and, and that was the, cool, yeah. but I would like to have yeah. some PGA guys call in too, you know. That would have been cool. Boy, they were. Listen, and I've met, uh, I've met Charles Barkley a couple of times. Well, have you? Uh, yeah. So there's uh, this um, place in Atlanta. I don't know if I should give that. I won't give the name. Out. There's a hotel in downtown Atlanta, and he keeps a penthouse there. Uh, okay. Because um, he's with uh, TNT Network, I yeah, believe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then you know, I would see him often at the watering hole. So, uh, yeah, I met him a couple times there, and then I met him. Uh, I think I met him one, at least once, maybe twice, on a plane out to Arizona. Uh, oh no, no, no! It could have been Vegas. I don't remember which. Mm-hmm. It's probably Vegas. That's why I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, but a really nice guy, great sense of humor. I mean, he is kind of what he's that dry, witty kind of what you see is what you get. 
And I mean, but boy, were they dogging his ass out, man. Did you see the Peyton one? He's like, I figured your golf swing out. He's like, open refrigerator, shut the refrigerator, open the refrigerator. And then shut Peyton that. had the, uh, like the, the caution cones and the oh, yeah. survival kit. And it was all fun. That's all fun stuff. I think, you know, he's been on all three of these. Uh, he's a BTNT guy, like you said. Um, and I don't think he, you could ask for a more likable guy than him. I think he's just like flat out, just like so likable, so nice. I mean, he was nice to everybody that was kind of showing yeah, up. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah, what, what a great guy. Uh, you saw him like saying, thanks for coming out when he was driving by a bunch of people and all that. He was such a cool, such a cool, cool guy. Um, yeah, I think Steph's the one that I think I was probably most disappointed in that day. And he just had a bad day, I guess. But he probably shot in the 90s, I'd say, that day, probably, right? Uh, I would say. Yeah. I'll tell you who I was most impressed with was Barkley. I mean, he actually mm-hmm. played good. Good. Yeah. And, and, and putting, I mean, he was leaving Phil stuff that, you know, Phil doesn't leave himself and Phil, you know, he's like, well, shit, if I leave Mike, I mean, maybe Phil learns something. He's like, if I leave the putts that close, let me just lag them up there and then I can make them and move on. But I mean, obviously that didn't get you anywhere on tour. I mean, you gotta, you gotta make the putts, but yeah, I, I was most impressed by, uh, by Barkley. And once again, Peyton Manning out there showing, uh, you know, That's he had good. a little bit of a rough time off the tee box, but I mean, that guy was you know, obviously pressure is not an issue for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, you know, he was telling some stories about his biggest, um, uh, fourth quarter wins. Right. And and, and things like that. But I, I thought it was really, really fun to see those guys. And I think the interaction of, you know, and, and that like all four of those guys had completely different personalities, if you will. I mean, there were some similarities, right? And they, they were there to have a good time and they knew the purpose of it. But, you know, the personality wise, they were very different, but I could see Peyton and Phil being a staple. Yeah. And uh, I'm with you. Peyton's definitely picking, uh, picking somebody else next time. I, I don't know who it's going to be though, but uh, you know, I, I mean, I could see so many people. I mean, you could get a, um, you know, Pat Perez would probably be a, a fun guy to have out there. Cause I, he played in one of those Wednesday matches and it was like, oh, I don't you know, it, uh, get, get a little rough, but, uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was really, uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I guess, uh, send me, send me the address. Yeah, yep, absolutely. <laughs> Send over my uh, my winnings, my winnings. So um, I think you're right. I think Peyton and Phil are probably the anchors, you know. And if they yeah. they pick, you know, different people to come in, whether it be PGA or non PGA. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see them pick potentially a PGA. So I guess that'll probably be. I don't know. Maybe Phil could pick a non PGA, and then Peyton could pick a PGA this time, and then they could do that. That way, they have the one and the one. Um, you know, something like an HV three. I think we had a good charity they did up in Detroit. Wasn't Detroit they did yeah. the charity? Yep. Um, For that sure. was that was cool. Uh, Bubba would have been great. He's a, he's would be great out there. You Bubba know? would be re- Ooh, yeah. two lefty, two yeah. lefty pros against, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. So, and then, and there's plenty of other, you know, <clears throat> if you wanted to go the quarterback route again, I mean, Aaron Rodgers plays in those pro-ams a lot. Yeah. Uh, who, um, Matt Ryan, he puts on a big turn did and probably didn't do it this year, but out at, uh, at Sugarloaf, he puts on a big tournament every year out there. Oh, so cool. plenty of, uh, plenty of good golfers. I still, I think Smoltz would be a good one to oh, have on that'd him. be good. That'd be I good. think he would be a lot of fun out there. Um, but once again, I mean, I think, I mean, it was still fun. I still enjoyed it. And it, you know, it, it's a good cause. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, the commentators, I thought, did a pretty good job of kind of letting them, letting, you know, the, the players kind of talk, you know, yeah. talk through the mic'd up part. And, yeah. um, and then, you know, once again, it's like, I don't, you know, it, it's kind of weird. If you think back about the Tiger match, the, the second one, right? So yeah. where it was Peyton and Tom Brady, you don't really hear Tiger giving that kind of that, that input and moving around the, you know, it's kind of working around the player like that. It's kind of, no. Hey, go play your game and I'll go play mine. Yeah. So I think yeah. Phil's probably going to be unique in that sense that that's mm-hmm. just the type of, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's hamming it up necessarily. I think he's, I think he's an entertainer. Um, that's interesting. You say that, <clears throat> and you know, last time Tiger's cam was broken on his golf cart and was it really broken or was it not? I probably don't know. I don't know. I would think probably it wasn't and that he didn't want the, the camera on him, but in in my opinion, he's going to have to get more sociable 
as he gets towards retirement. I mean, he's like 40, 43, 44. So by 50, by Phil's age, he's going to have to develop those skills if he wants to kind of carry on that kind of legacy that, that Phil's carrying on or that Jack's carrying on, right? Because he's not doing it right now. But, you know, does he soften as he gets older or does he just kind of remain Tiger? I mean, I guess Jordan didn't soften, I guess, right? So maybe not. Uh, what did the, what, uh, what your boy Slick Rick said? Uh, the name of Jordan's new course is actually Slaughterhouse 23. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I guess he's, he's like eating people alive at that place. So I don't know. I mean, I don't necessarily think that you have to. I mean, is it is it good for the sport? Is it the right thing to do from a uh, from an engagement perspective? I mean, can you just go and rip yourself completely out of that world? And now all of a sudden there is no tiger. Well, you know, here's what I would say is tiger's 44 this year. So we got six more years at least. Now, I don't know if that's six competitive years. And we we've talked on a previous show about what we're going to wind up with, you know, is he, is he, you know, eight to 10 tournaments a year. And that's kind of what you play the majors. You got a few fillers in between and, you know, whatever he's hosting, that kind of thing. So I, I don't know. I mean, I just think that, you know, I, I mean, I think we could argue and say, and I don't even know if there's an argument. I mean, we can fairly say that, you know, Tiger Woods has done things for the game of golf that Phil Mickelson hasn't, but, but is that, but I mean, but equally respected right in, in the golf world. And I mean, not, and Phil is definitely an accomplished golfer in the hall of fame. Um, but, you know, is this is this something where, you know, Phil kind of starts to shine later in his career and, you know, as, as a professional uh, golfer? And does he kind of take on that ownership of, hey, I'm going to carry the torch because I don't mind to put myself out there like that? Maybe. Maybe he does. And, know. you know, he's, he's, uh, he's built for it for sure. Um, that <laughs> golf course looked fantastic. God, we've yeah. got to go. So it's a, I'm like, going, where in the hell is it? outside of Tucson? I'm like, yeah. oh, damn it. Because yeah. Tucson didn't, I mean, relatively speaking from Atlanta or Raleigh, it is close to uh, Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> but, when, you know, if you're going to Phoenix or Scottsdale, you know, Tucson isn't necessarily like, uh, oh, hey, let's run over there yeah. today. I mean, you, you could, but it's, that'd be rough. It looks sweet, man. But yeah. uh, it looks really sweet. And he definitely did a great job of showing that thing off. And, you know, just with some of the aerial views, I'm imagining they were flying drones. I drones. Didn't see, yeah. Um, yeah, drones, yeah, yeah. yeah, so they were the drones. I mean, some of those tea boxes, though, like where that were elevated and kind of up in the air. Oh, those were so cool. Yeah. My good Lord, yeah. I get a nosebleed up there, man. Yeah. Of course, he was showing off that coffee cup all day, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, 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 he told what, the recipe and everything. So he was going to get his elixir <laughs> and put his amino acids in there. And it's, uh, so, you know, oh. but here's, here's also like we learned some things. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter, I guess, but, you know, Chuck doesn't drink coffee. I think somebody did make a comment. Uh, yeah, you've been drinking something out there today. Oh boy! So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they, they were they were trying to swear. I heard a, I heard a shit and uh, and a, you know oh damn it that sucked or something. So yeah. I, I think for the most part they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, towards the end there, Chuck did he? I think he was because Phil was like really bossing him around on. Um, put, put the driver away. What do you got? Six iron. He's like, no, I got five. He's like, no, get the six. Hit yeah. the six. Yeah. So he like, he like chunked a, what are you? I don't know if it's a five or a six iron. Maybe again, we're kind of in the back, back nine. And, um, and he was like, God, mother. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, 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 and he caught himself, you know? So, uh, so he, he did a good job, but then I think at some point he was like, Hey, uh, screw it. I'm just letting it fly. So well, speaking <laughs> of, uh, them, so him drinking something out there, somebody was smoking something before the activity on Saturday night. Did you hear about that? Uh, oh, well, the, the, oh, well, are you talking about the announcer? No, Tyson. Tyson no, he, himself admitted he was smoking something before the match. Smoke. <laughs> I, I didn't catch uh, that. What you like smoking a little little herb? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. a little herbage. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean I that either, dude. No. I mean, like if you if you didn't know, well, look, look. I mean, I'm sure I haven't gone back and compared the two. Um, I'm surprised like Kellerman or somebody didn't go back and put a side by side up of the two of, of like, you know, like new, uh, old Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say, it. uh, fresh Mike, younger Mike Tyson versus older Mike Tyson. Cause when that dude came out after Jones, man, I mean, he was like a bulldog once again. I mean, I guess when the bell goes off, you just don't lose the bite, huh? No, man. <clears throat> and he went easy. You could tell he went easy. Um, you know, so he wasn't going after the head for sure. You know? Oh, you think they were taking it easy on each other? I think, no, no. I think Tyson was taking it easy in terms of his aggressiveness. He was going after him, but he was going after the body. 
Oh, there were. I mean, there was a headbutt. He thought he was yeah, bleeding. But you, but you know, he does. He wasn't going after the head with the heavy fists. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I, I guess not. I, I mean, here's the thing: isn't Tyson like three or four years older than yeah. uh, yep. than Roy Jones? So Roy's 40, 51, and Tyson is fifty four. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I thought it was fun. Um, it, personally, I I could have used a little less Snoop. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it. Just kind of got yeah. uh, you know. I, and I, hey, I, I we're like Snoop, Snoop fans. We're Snoop fans. I like yeah. Snoop. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I grew up. You know, I mean, that was that was my jam back in the day. Uh, but it just it, there was a little. They, they needed a, a little extra buffer in there, or they need to give him some keyway. They need something to tee that guy up a little bit better. Yeah. In in his thing, which hey, I, I I'm open to criticism as well. Yeah. There's a little box down there. Make sure it's about Dan and his hat, by the way. <laughs> uh, so uh, I think there will definitely be, uh, the, uh, they will fight again. I think they will fight again within the next year. But do you think it'll be those two? Yeah, probably. Well, definitely Tyson. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe both of them, but definitely See, Tyson. I, I, so, so I'm wondering, and if you're looking at the two guys, I mean, so Tyson in his heyday, I mean, Tyson, don't get me wrong, was a great boxer. I think that, I think in their professional career, I'd have to argue and say Roy Jones Jr. was a better boxer. I mean, that dude, he, I mean, he, I, I don't have the weights in front of me, but I think he won championships in. Yeah, they were showing uh, his stats. In, he did really good. Yeah. In, in, in four weights. I think he should have been an Olympic medalist. And I think there was some kind of issue where they, they, they called something and it could have been Tyson that fought in Korea, but I thought it was Roy. But, um, but I, I would just say as an accomplished career, I think that Roy, Roy's career is, is is more decorated. Tyson, I think, was an it was something very unique in just himself and who he was. I think it was different. But if you look at look at the two fighters, and I mean, they were very similar. I mean, both of the guys were. I'm not tall, but uh, they—it's they, kind of the same build, and and even even in their fighting career, I mean, if you look at the guys side by side, you know, similar heights, similar weights. You know, once Roy came up to heavyweight, and you know, it, and and you got to think Tyson. I mean, they were talking about some of the, um, what's uh, what's uh, our guy's name, the trainer Kamado, um, Tyson's trainer. Mm-hmm. They were talking about, you know, how he had to, how he was having to fight and how he had to fight a little bit differently because, you know, he was fighting who the Riddick bows and the Holyfields and that, you know, that probably had, I don't know, six or eight inches on him and, you know, in both and, and maybe even more than that in, in as far as his reach goes. So, I mean, you know, Tyson had no choice, but to get up, in, you know, he had to get, get up in the guy and, uh, and punch it out and make it work. I mean, he, or he had nothing, but I, yeah, I mean, I think that there's something there. I mean, I think that it's, uh, I think it's pretty unique and, and I don't, you know, if you go back and watch golf, you've seen this in the past. I mean, where you in, they didn't call it this, but I think it was the shell, uh, I can call them celebrity matches, but shell exhibition matches. And you would have people like the Palmers and the Nicholas's and the Trevino's, which by the way, I think today is Lee Trevino's uh, birthday. So happy birthday, Lee. There you go. Um, but you'd have those guys kind of pitted against each other in these one-on-one matches. And, and, and then and for a long time, I mean, you didn't have that. And I think that, you know, with a, that um, not fortunately, obviously, but just with the, you know, everything that's happened in 2020, I mean, we've kind of put ourselves in a position where, like, hey, how do we uh, how do we create some activity and give people an outlet? And I think that the boxing thing is going to work equally as good. Uh, I think it can work equally as good. I just don't know who's going to be boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like it's like how do you you know because because guess what you don't do you don't put Tyson and Evander back in the ring. Right. I mean, right. that ain't going to happen. Right. I mean, it could happen, but it ain't going to be well. Nobody's going to watch it. If it's not going to be entertaining if they're truly fighting. Now, if you want to spin it into like wrestling and, you know, and it's, it's a scripted match, then, OK, I guess you got something there. But, you know, you, you're not putting Tyson in. I've what Riddick Bow looks like today. Don't know if he's even that's even possible. George Foreman looks good on the commercials, but that's definitely <laughs> Photoshop. So I don't think George. I mean, George was old when he was fighting uh, Evander back in the day. I don't, I don't know how George is, but he's he's got to be old. Yeah. We should have looked, uh, yeah. checked out some of these folks. But 
<clears throat> no, but all in all, man, I thought it. Um, I thought they were two great events. I thought uh, you know it, it covered up the uh, the Steelers and Raven game for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it's good good stuff, man. And Let's, I was uh, pleasantly simple. surprised that when I went in to uh, do my DraftKings today or yesterday, uh, I just started working on it yesterday. I found myself ten dollars ahead, and apparently. I won a pool. I don't know what. I don't know if I won the fill pool, the front back nine, or a Tyson one. You left a bunch of free pools, and I won one of them. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I did not. You know what I did play though is I played the. Um, uh, where were they at? I don't think they were in Dubai last week, but uh, Boozendot won uh, the um, the European mm-hmm. uh, tournament, and mm-hmm. I did win. I I won some money on that thing. I put a little line. I slipped a lineup in on oh, you. Oh, did you? <laughs> Well, and we'll, we'll get there in a minute. We'll get kind of get to uh, our agenda for the rest of the year. But uh, golf's winding down on us, man. Yeah, it is. But uh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know, but they did a little break, a little off season. And uh, we got plenty of th- fun things planned for the rest of the year on the pod and the show. Um, but, uh, yeah. So you want to take us to uh, my Hold on. Hold on. So you liked. Uh, so you, you, you say, yes, you're looking for the match four. And yes. and yes, yes, you're looking for uh, the I don't know what they call <clears throat> the boxing match. Uh, I think it was the boxing match champions for the no, champions for change was the other one. It was cha- no, I thought it was champion something. So, yeah. but you're looking forward to oh, yeah. a second exhibition. Oh, match. Yeah. 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 I, too, I really want to see too. I want to see some like two on two basketball. Uh, that'd be fun too. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Well, I think it doesn't basketball season start up uh, this week. It does, but I'd like to see some charity things like the golf's doing to give to <laughs> two on twos with some guys. That'd be kind of fun to see, you know, no, I, with the I, older just, guys and the newer guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying though, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, where's how's basketball going to kind of I mean, they managed themselves accordingly. Right. Yeah. And, and did a good job of it in the uh, in, in the past season, which seems like it was like last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. But but you never know what's what what could happen and uh, could lead into something. But uh, but I, I'd agree. I think that'd be fun. Uh, let's see. So so we are coming up on the last PGA Tour event of 2020. Um. So we do have a lot of fun things coming up outside of golf. Uh, so we probably won't have any DraftKings show. We may jump on if there's like, I may do one next week. So we may post some stuff about it, but uh, just for the European tour, but I don't think we'll do anything formal, but um, we got plenty of boo stuff coming on. So I uh, got plenty of, I uh, got some golf courses uh, and, and some superintendents coming on with us and I uh, got a couple of booze reviews coming on. So those will be fun, but, uh, but yeah, man, let's get into, um, let's get into the Mayakoba golf classic. We're heading down to um, Playa de Carmen, Mexico, and we're going to be at the El Camaleon golf club. So mm-hmm. in the Mexican Riviera, also known as uh, like Cancun's down there. So if you're kind of wondering where it's at, you know, when the cruise ship stopped, you, I don't know how far you are away, but it's uh, probably pretty close. I mean, this vacation golf, um, some of these guys, they, they really like it. Uh, you know who was supposed to be playing here this week, but since he's donning the green jacket, mm-hmm. he said, hey, I'll set this one out. I know, so, dusty, so, yeah. So Dusty said, hey, "I'm cool. I'll, I'll sit it out." But uh, I believe this is a Greg Norman design. Uh, I don't know if it's original Greg. I, I probably is, uh, but it could be a remake. I didn't see anything on it other than it's. A, they say it stated it's Greg Norman. Uh, par 71. It's playing around 7,000 yards. So it is a short course, and they're playing. Uh, it's on Passapalum Greens, which means. I know, Dan, you're thinking, what's past the Palom Greens? Well, it basically means that the ball is going to be teeing. It, it's, you know, wherever you hit the ball, uh, unless it's in one of the many hazards, uh, if you hit any type of grass, the ball is going to be teed up, relatively speaking. There's not really going to be any rough. And, um, you know, and, and it's at 7,000 yards. I mean, it is not going to be a bomber's course. It's not to say that a bomber's not going to win it. Um, but I, I think if you, you know, do it, well, let me give you some of the past winners. So, uh, and this is starting in 2019 and, and, uh, and descending. So Brendan Todd, Matt Kuchar, uh, Pat Kazire, Pat Perez and Graham McDowell. So, I mean, the one thing I think all those individuals have in common, uh, I mean, you can pretty much peg their game. I mean, they're all, 
ball strikers, if you will. I mean, they're they're definitely not long hitters. Uh, I think the average uh, driving distance last year was around 280. Uh, but there's going to be plenty, plenty of uh, of hazards for these guys to avoid. I and mean, if you don't know the course or you, you haven't played it or you haven't seen it, for that matter, if you've forgotten about it, there's some really cool images of some of the bunkers. I, there's one bunker that's kind of in a cave and you, there's an angle where you're looking kind of back, you know, up into the bunker and it's a, I, I don't know what happens if your ball goes in the cave. Well, I mean, I guess we may find out, but, uh, but yeah, de- definitely interesting. So um, off the tee accuracy is not going to be that huge. Uh, again, off the tee distance is you can definitely put that aside. And I think it's going to be all, um, I think we're going to, uh, to ball strikers. And obviously, I mean, if anybody gets hot with a putter, they're in good shape there. But, um, I guess if you had to, so here's an interesting thing. If you think about what's been played the past couple of weeks. Um, so we were just in Sea Island, Georgia. Yep. And typically this, um, this tournament, so the Mayakoba, I think it's played in February or March. So it's earlier in the year. So they moved it due to COVID. And earlier in the year in that part of Mexico, you're going to be getting a lot of wind. And I think this year they're probably not going to have that. So, you know, some folks were trying to compare this to mm. uh, to Hawaii. They were comparing it to Sea Island where you've got a lot of wind kind of all the time. And I mean, you're going to have some, but I, I don't think it's going to be, uh, oh, I got to club down and I've got to manage the wind because I think the, it's going to be more temperate weather. Uh, this year so you know does that have a does that have a factor on what what's your uh, how you're pulling guys i mean maybe i mean i, I guess it did in, in some sense um it didn't on my winner that's for sure uh but but i was a little torn in the lineup of this thing because you know i, I wouldn't say that we have a stacked field by any means no but but as soon as as soon as you look at the uh, as soon as you open up DraftKings and by the way uh, we are using FantasyNational.com for our stats we're looking at the past twenty four rounds which uh, you know I, I don't know here is that a, is that going to play a factor uh, yes it will I think there's some other things to consider and it is you know who plays these types of courses well who plays well in hawaii who plays well at some of the uh the caribbean destinations and i'm thinking about people like charles howe the third russell knox uh who else plays well you know who i was surprised that we didn't see in this hmm. is um uh ah, shit, it just his name escaped me um where he was in uh in the caribbean uh stuart sink i'm surprised stuart sink isn't here yeah me too yeah. Um, so I mean, I you know, I mean, I guess he, maybe he's uh, you know got uh, he's, he's got a, enough cushion that uh, you know he feels feels good. Maybe he's resting up, right? Getting ready for uh, for uh, year twenty, the twenty he's twenty twenty one season. I guess is uh, is honest, but uh, you know, getting ready for uh, the year twenty twenty one. But uh, yeah, so do you have any trouble going through the going through your lineup or setting your lineup on this one? Dan? No, I didn't, and I, I kind of anchored more on driving accuracy than I think you're probably going to anchor on it. Um, you know, like you said, the wind's probably not going to be as much of an issue as it is when it's regularly played or whatnot. Um, I didn't factor that in, but uh, when you look at the winners in the past, a lot of them are. Like you said, they're not they're yeah. not long drivers, and they're pretty damn accurate. So yeah, I, I think we're going to see a <laughs> lot of three wood. Um, off, off the tees. So uh, again, you know, it's avoid, avoid the hazards and, uh, you know, and then it's going to be, you know, it, it's, it's going to be the, um, the ball strikers, which, you know, I mean, there are a lot of good ball strikers in the field that we, um, that we've seen in the past. Uh, there have been some that have kind of faded and they're coming back a little bit of a resurgence. So I'm kind of, I don't, I don't want to say I'm all over the place on this one, but uh, uh, I, I, I had a challenge and I, I've got several lineups yeah. that uh, to go through. But uh, I don't know what. Uh, what do you what do you think about it, man? Are you feeling good about uh, old Mexico? Yeah, I changed mine up quite a bit from when we you and I talked originally yesterday. Um, I've got uh, a bunch of different guys in there. I, I redid my strategy, and uh, I feel better about it now than I did then. So yeah, yep, I'm ready to go. Well, 
Um, it's, here's what surprised me the most. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It was one of the things that surprised me the most. So Justin Thomas yep. is, um, uh, uh, he is $400 more expensive than Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's like, okay, can you make Justin Thomas more expensive? I guess you probably can't, which is the reason that I put him in my lineup, but really he's only $400 higher than Kepka. I mean, that, that kind of floored me, man. I mean, I was really surprised. So I don't know. Do we need to talk about JT at $11,400? He's the highest ranked. He's the most expensive player there. Uh, what's he got? He's T12 or better in his past five starts. Fourth place finish in the Masters, and he did not. He did not play well at the Masters. Right. Um, let's see. He's played once. Uh, he's played the Mayakoba one time. He had a T23 in 2015. Uh, he leads in uh, most strokes gained T to green for 2020, and he hasn't missed a cut since June. Yeah. I, that's if that doesn't say, uh, Hey, I'm worth, I'm worth it. Now, is he going to be, uh, double digits, uh, as far as percent played? Absolutely. But you know what, this is in, this isn't a one entry league for me. And it's like, that's, uh, I, I gotta be there to be at parody. And I don't want to give you my one and done yet, but I'm borderline borderline going this road. Going JT? this direction. Uh, borderline, borderline. Uh, well, here's the thing, as I, like I just said to you a minute ago, is I'm, I'm anchoring a lot on driving accuracy, and that is not a JT, like, the best trait, right? So he's a great iron player, um, but, you know, he's he has some trouble with the driver from time to time. So, you know, he, and he, he does, can recover. He's, he's ranked 15th off the tee for strokes gain, and he's going to hit a lot of three woods. So... I mean that—that's the re- and at eleven thousand four hundred dollars, he's not the best value in the field by any means. But uh, you know, as far as points goes, he's that dude is gonna make birdies this week, and yeah. he is gonna score points. Yeah, he's definitely a great I, play. I, great play, definitely yeah. a great play. I mean, it worth every penny. Uh, go on to Brooksy. What do you think about Brooks? Uh, yeah, I didn't even flinch, man. I just kept, kept scrolling. Well, he's, you know, he's played well at the masters and uh, has plenty of time off. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 think I wouldn't be surprised a, if he wins this week. Would you? Uh, yes, I would be surprised if he wins this week. Um, let's see. What's he got? Uh, so I don't know. Is the injury there? Is it not there? What's he's got, uh, he's got T sevens are better in his, um, since the comeback. Uh, what's he had three, he's had three starts since the comeback. And, um, uh, he's played, he's played here twice. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, it, I mean, he did. He didn't play bad at the Masters. I'll give you that. Um, is he looking for a free vacation and uh, just to, just do, just, well? But, but seriously, that that was a joke. But I mean, is he looking to get reps in? I mean, he's seventh at the Masters. He's fifth at Houston. Um, you know, and, and then you've got him. Uh, you got him at the CJ Cup. You know, and had quite a bit of break between that. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's. I think he's okay. I think for four hundred extra dollars. I, I, um, I, I think I parlayed that into somebody that's definitely going to score. And I, I think if you look at, so we're look, looking at fantasy national and what you've got at the past last 24 rounds. Now, I don't know that it's a good, uh, a good barometer of what we're, you know, what we're seeing, but he's ranked 72nd in putting uh, short game. He's uh, ranked 75th. And I think those are going to be the, probably the two more challenging parts of the game here. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't, I know you did though, didn't you? No, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, going down that route. I, I haven't liked enough of what I've seen recently. I think he's played better. What did he do in Houston? Uh, T seven, I believe. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 five, five, five. Yeah, he's T5. been playing, he's been playing well. So, I mean, I'm not going to count him out, but I just, I don't, haven't seen enough of that recent form. And, and like you said, I mean, um, 
I think it's still iffy in terms of how's that, how is that injury, right? So, I mean, I think Augusta, Augusta, you can squash that. I mean, that's Augusta is, it's the same course every year. He's played it plenty of times. Yeah. I don't think that's even comparable. I think here it's somewhere that he's only played once. Now, I mean, he may have played it more than that. And again, you can probably go drop the guy on any golf course and he, you know, can just shoot lights out. But when you've got other individuals that are kind of chasing you, I think that becomes a little bit of a challenge. So, yeah. What about you think about Finau? Uh, I did not go the Finau route. Um, I, I think that probably he has a game that could kind of win here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I think you can definitely get a top 25 out of him. I don't like him for the money. I think there's better stuff below. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a 38 at the Masters, 24 at the Open, 11 Zozo, 8th at, at the U.S. Open. But again, Zozo, U.S. Open, Tour Championship 17. Like those are golf courses where you got a bomb. And I think it's taken his advantage of being a long hitter. And you've got to, uh, but again, around the, you know, uh, putting, he's uh, gained 1.6 around the green, 1.8 approach 2.2 off the tees actually been his weakest stat um, as far as strokes gain goes. So I, I don't know. I mean, could you argue with him? I guess, I mean, if you, if you feel it in your heart and you want to go that way, I would say, you know, go ahead. I thought for 10, seven, he's a little pricey. Mm, yeah. Okay. I, th- I did too. I did not take Tony for now. Um, and we'll finish it off. We're not going to go player by player all the way down the list, but we, you know, we do like doing the, uh, the, the $10,000 guys. So Berger or English, any one of those guys you like? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, I, I think Berger is probably coming in with a chip on his shoulder and, uh, you know, cause he, he did not get invited to play the masters and, and, you know, I don't know, can you argue that, that it's, that that's right or wrong? Uh, I think the guy's been, has played damn good golf in 2020, um, especially given everything that's happened. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that guy shows up here and, and does something. Uh, I mean, I, I think we're, you know, he, he's in a spot. I think he has had a little bit of a break. He hasn't played since the Zozo. Right. So I don't know what's going on there, but that was a 17th there, 28 CJ cup, 34th U S open. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't. I, I think that that guy is probably. I think this is a this is getting reps in for him. This my opinion. I think it's hey, let me you know show up, get reps. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't Burr? Did he win at Colonial? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I think that that's the one thing that if I were to go and I said, hey, you know, I I can't. You know, if you started building your lineup from the bottom or the middle, and then you're trying to you know squeeze somebody in, I think that you could compare this course and the way it's going to play to colonial in a sense that, you know, it's kind of a shot shapers, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and it is yeah. ball, ball strikers, right? Yeah. The putter gets hot. I mean, I think the guy's going to hit the, he's going to, um, I think he'll strike the ball good enough. Harris English is another guy. I think that, you know, it's, if that's somebody you've got, uh, you got some extra cash cause you were heavy in the, uh, you know, kind of the midsection on this one. Um, like the old man, if you had the old man's bot on this one, you know, it's kind of light at the bottom and light at the top, but you had a big midsection. Then I think Harris English is actually, or I think he's a good player, man. I, I think the dude's, um, uh, you know, he's, uh, what is it? Eight, six at the RSM, 28 Zozo, 10 CJ cup. We won't talk about the Shriners for us open 12 at the tour championship. I mean, that guy has been, he's, he's there. Uh, is this the place that he does it? I don't know. I mean, he scores. Um, I think he's going to have just as good a chance to make birdies as anybody else does. I think where he's going to have a challenge, is he going to be able to hit greens and is he going to make putts? Right. Uh, I'll stop saying make putts because that's a given for everybody. I would just say, is he going to be able to hit greens? And, you know, I I don't know what's going to happen there. Again, they say the wind's not going to be bad. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, obviously I picked uh, JT, so I didn't really have room to, uh, to go for anybody else. So I loaded heavy, heavy, heavy at the top. You did take JT. I didn't, I, I didn't think you took JT. Okay. No, no, okay. He, he's in my lineup. Okay. okay. Gotcha. I, I, I anchored, I anchored with JT. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I missed yeah. that. Uh, what about answer? Uh, so, so that's who I'm struggling with for my, uh, for my other one and done done competing with JT. (laughs) Uh, I tell you the damn storyline, buddy, it just sets up perfect. Um, I mean, if, well, let me say this, if answer didn't have such a shitty day on Sunday at Augusta, guess, guess who, guess who would not be playing, uh, the Mayakoba classic. No, he would have been that DJ with that green jacket. He would have been, uh, down there in Houston in his green jacket and his, uh, 
Raptor. Torn, torn in a <laughs> It's like what, watching it flap out of the back of the truck. Uh, I'm, yeah, I mean, the, it's the storyline sets up really well for him. Uh, is, does he have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder uh, from Augusta? Maybe. Um, is uh, is he the longest hitter out there? Absolutely not. Uh, is there? Uh, is he one of the better ball strikers out there? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's lots of things I could say about answer. If he's missing greens, he ain't going to cover. Um, and I think that leads into kind of why his putting looks like it does. And I think that's why his, uh, you know, if you just look at it from a just fantasy national straight up and where they are from a, where he is from a points perspective as uh, you know, against the field, I think that becomes a little bit of a challenge for him. So I, I personally like him. I don't have him in the, my primary lineup. I am playing him as the anchor in other lineups. Okay. Yeah, I do like him as well. I'm not playing him in my primary either, but I am playing the next guy. I got Hovland in my lineup. Mm. If you look at a guy that has been silently kind of under the radar playing really good golf. I mean, you and I, like, we've been hot on Hovland and then we got, we cooled off a little bit on him. We're like, ah, you know, PGA didn't do that great. And this and that. Um, if you look at, he like Houston 15th, Zozo 47th. Okay. That's not a great one. CJ cup 12th U S open 13th tour championship 20th. I mean, those are really good finishes, consistent golf, right? And off the tee, which I said is one of the key statistics this week. You look at the Houston open, he gained 4.9 shots uh, off the tee. So, uh, I, I like, I like, uh, I like the Hovland this week. Well, I think that's exactly what you're getting there is you're getting consistency out of that guy. And you're going to hear me say that more than more than once, right? Yeah, more than once today, because I think that's really where you got to be here is you got to be consistent and you got to be patient. Um, and, and I think, uh, yeah, I good, good play. I don't have him in anything, but, uh, but I, I'm not against him. I just, it, you know, it's a, it's a financial thing for me. So anything about Ricky, I mean, we don't usually talk about Ricky because he, um, he's been going through some swing changes or whatnot. But if I look at, uh, just looking at the notes from the PGA media center here, and it talks about Ricky and I think it talks about, he played this once or twice, right? Ricky Fowler owns a scoring average of 67 through 67 through eight rounds here. Uh, and that's uh, the second place in 2017 and T16 in 2018. So I don't, I'm not playing him this week, but I mean, he, he likes the scores. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't argue. Um, but, well, I can't argue. I, I'm not picking Ricky. This is the one that Fowler will sneak up and bite you in the ass on though. <laughs> it's, <laughs> he's true. Like, it's like, damn it. All I had to do was just read what was on there and believe it. And then, and then, and believe in the orange. And, uh, but I, I, I'm not believing number. Here's the other thing though. You know, I was talking about, uh, where JT's price stat compared to, I mean, like really that that's the price difference between JT. What is he? The number three player in the world. And you got Ricky Fowler. And, and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I'm just saying that that's the price gap. I mean, there's a lot of people below Ricky Fowler that I think could easily be well above Ricky Fowler. Just, just, just in where we are in the golf tournament and what's going on this weekend. So, all right. And then I did pick uh, Henley at uh, 9,300 bucks. And just, I like the way he's been playing as well. He's been extremely hot, cooled a little bit lately, but I think he sets up well here as well. So if you look at the last couple of events, 30th at the RSM, 29th Houston, fourth at the Zozo, third at CJ cup, uh, 27th Shiners, 25th BMW, sixth Northern trust, ninth window. So, again, more recently, not as good as before, but um, I I, I like the way he sets up here. Um, He is first in approach, last 24 rounds in this field. Off the tee, 55th, not great there. I know it's my my stat that I'm kind of honing in on, but ball striking fourth, TD Green third, shots gained total second. So I like the way he he, uh, sets up um, with this, and so I'm taking Henley. Yeah, I think Henley's a good pick. I, I can't afford him, so uh, so I had to oh, move I on. Know, I know, I know. Yeah, I spent spent all my eggs in one basket. Speaking kinda, in the but, in the realm of Phil, let's pick it up a little bit. What you got next? Uh, let's see. So I didn't go Zalataris. I didn't go Neiman. Um, Corey Connors. I am going to play him in a few lineups. I mean, I think that guy's a scoring machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have him in this one. Do you? No. Mm-mm. No. 
Um, I don't have Ortiz. I don't know. So Ortiz just won, just won. Uh, yep. last week, mm-hmm. two weeks, two yep. weeks ago. Yep. So, you know, it's, I mean, it's kind of been our strategy the whole time is, you know, coming in, uh, coming off a win. It ain't, it ain't really going to pull it. You know, it's, uh, so I, I got nothing for, for Ortiz here. Uh, I, Billy Horschel, uh, just all the way around. I mean, he's, uh, while he's not playing, I wouldn't say he's playing horrible. Uh, his stats don't look it on here, but scoring wise, Billy's just not scoring. Yeah. I think Leishman could be one of the bigger disappointments of the tournament. <laughs> for um, 700 bucks, I'm laughing now. He's going to win. He's going to win because I'm laughing. <laughs> you definitely need to change your lineup. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm just not getting much out of him. I, I don't know where his game's at and what he's doing, but uh, that that's uh, you know yet to be determined. Uh, Brendan Todd, defending champion. I don't have him in my lineup. Once again, I can't afford him, but uh, I don't know that I wouldn't necessarily go down that road. I mean, he looks really good from a strokes game putting. And he looks really good from a short game mm-hmm. uh, as far as strokes gain go. He doesn't score all that well, which, you know, uh, I don't know. Is it going to make a difference here or there? He maybe, had a maybe not. But. foot injury recently. So that's what kind of threw him off recently. So I don't know how that's healed or how he's been doing with it, what he's been doing. I, I'm out on him, but uh, just, because, yeah, he of, missed just the, because of that. Yeah. He missed the Masters, missed Bermuda. Uh, yeah. So it's just, you know, and it, he showed, he made the cut it in uh, the RSM. But yeah, uh, I'm back on the Munoz train, man. Um, no, you are. Oh, I know you I'm are. Back, I'm back on the Munoz train. Listen, that dude. Um, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's just love, love. I mean, I don't have anything, anything bad to say about Munoz, except every time I pick him, he shits all over himself. <laughs> however, however, <laughs> however, uh, I think the RSM was totally his, uh, I think that was his first major. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. It was his first masters, first masters. And, um, what did he have? He had two top 10 finishes in the playoffs uh, he did miss the cut, as I mentioned, at the RSM. I think that was a hangover from the Masters. Um, I mean, that dude, just from a ball striking perspective, I mean, he's hitting the ball really, really good. I think people are going to get hung up on the RSM bill of him missing the cut. And I think that there, I think he's going to get a little fade on this one. And I think that he's a good value, 8500 bucks. Nice. Nice. I took Harmon at uh, eighty four hundred bucks. I think he's next at the on the on the price sheet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, missed the cut last week or at the RSM, but after that, just a cut making machine. So he was twenty fourth at Houston, twenty sixth at the Zozo, twenty eighth at CJ, thirteenth Shriners, thirty seventh uh, Sanderson Farms, thirty eighth US Open, twelfth BMW, eleventh Northern, and this keeps going and going. He kept making all these cuts. I think he got that off his back in terms of the cut, and he's back to his form where um, he'll be fine. Uh, let's see in this field here. Uh, off the I think. Green, I think. Oh, sorry, you're still talking about your guy. No, that's sorry. fine. Uh, uh, putting. No, 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 he was right. third. He was third in putting. Eighteenth yeah. uh, shots gained total. T to green fortieth. I, I I like Harmon here. I think he'll do fine. Go ahead. You got Rio. Uh, I don't have Grio, but I'm just—I was just going to say I do like him. I do have him in some lineups. Uh, his best finish, his best finish is a T9, but we got a T10, we got a T15. Uh, Iron Game is very strong, and he's coming off of a T18 last week. So I think this is a—or two weeks ago, sorry, at the RSM. I think he's a really good play here. Yeah, I agree. I don't have him in mind, but I agree. he's a good play. Yeah. Well, I didn't have enough money. uh gary woodland we don't need to go down that road again i I don't know what's going on with gary's game but he's uh lost all that weight he did lose all that weight he's got the the bubba curse for a couple years he he needs to go spend some time with uh with you know who yeah exactly uh let's see i do have charles Howe the third man i mean i charles loves these uh he likes he loves these vacation destinations i don't know if it's like if it's like oh hey i get to go on vacation and also get paid for it and get to play a little golf but i mean i really feel like he's like uh he's a guy that really gets into these um these vacation spots man plays well in Hawaii. He does good here. Uh, what's he got here? So he's played, uh, seven times here. Um, he's got top 20 finishes in five of them and, uh, has only missed one cut. 
So I don't know. And, and he's been pretty hot as of recent. So, I mean, I, I like him for the money. I mean, as far as, you know, it's like, how far am I going to go down? I don't know. Is Kazire going to do anything next week? I don't think so necessarily. So, I mean, he may, will he make the cut? I don't know. I wouldn't have picked him to do anything a couple of weeks ago when he won. So, uh, but, uh, but Charlie three sticks is 30 at the RSM 46 at the masters 34th, the Shriners. You got to miss cut. Uh, which is one of those vacation destinations, but I, I know I'm not that concerned about it. I mean, he's gaining strokes, strokes, putting, uh, gaining strokes around the green off the tee is kind of where he's losing. But I mean, I think that that's okay because, uh, I think he's going to just club down and move forward. Yeah. No, that's a good pick. I think he's a good, uh, make the cut pick for sure. I do like him for that. Yeah. Um, All right. So I don't have anybody else in the $8,000 range. Um, don't haven't seen enough consistency out of Damon. Uh, I had Norn in my lineup, but I pulled him out. I just haven't. I, I could pull the trigger on that. Yeah, um, I think he's a good sleeper pick, though. I mean, I, I think that guy could actually pull. I, I don't think he's a sleeper to win. I think he's. I think he makes the cut. Norn. Um, yeah, Norn. Yeah, I think uh, same. I mean, because he's putting good. Uh, his approach is a little bit shaky. Off the tee, shaky. Uh, his short game's good. He's ranked 70th in approach, but is that because he's ranked 112th and off the tees? So, I mean, if he can really kind of scale it back, like I don't, I think that you're going to take that out of play. So, I think you put yourself in a better spot. So, well, he's the I same. Have him, but I, he's the same price as um, Scott Piercy, and I took Piercy um, at 7,900 bucks. It's I, a good play. I, I think he's been just sneaky good, man. Let's yeah. look at the last like four or five events. So 18th at the RSM, 32nd, Houston, 14th, Bermuda, 19th, Shriners, uh, 57th, Sanderson Farm. So last four, he's been like in the top, well, except for the one, I'm in the top 20 almost every every week. So, Well, he's played here four times and he's made all four cuts. So. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Yeah. So with this field here, 19th shots gained total off the T26. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I like that play. Yeah, it's sec- second shot course. I think that's solid. Yeah. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, couldn't uh, say you made a bad decision there. Uh, I don't have anybody until uh, so it didn't go HB three. He's been, uh, he's been not, very inconsistent. Yeah, it. You know, I mean, I, you're going to get two good days out of him. The third and fourth day could be extremely shaky. Um, you know, I didn't go Adam Long. However, uh, I think that Adam Long's probably a pretty good pick. I mean, I think he's. Um, uh, could, uh, let me see what his stats are. I was looking, sorry, I lost my page here, but I think for bird, I think he's, uh, as far as bird at 30th at RSM, 11th Houston open 66. Zozo's, uh, uh, kind of leaning on the guy which is also the reason I didn't have picked the other guy that didn't miss the cut there. <laughs> uh, so maybe, uh, you know, who I, where I did go, I did go with Russell Knox. Um, and I went with Russell Knox. So he lost here in a playoff in 2015. Uh, what's he coming off of uh, three top 10 finishes? He's made seven of seven cuts here. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know. What, how do I, I mean, seven of seven? I mean, I guess maybe, maybe I jinx him and he breaks a streak, but I mean, shit, why would you break it at this point? Yeah, no, that's a good play. So he's seventy seven hundred bucks. I went with Ches. I went with the other guy at seventy seven hundred bucks. You, you so the, the, well, so those were three. So I couldn't afford. I uh, couldn't afford Adam Long, but Ches and Knox. I, I I had I had I did struggle with the two, and I just went from the historics of where where he went. I I just went that direction. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like, what I like about Ches in this field here, he's sixth in approach, right? I mean, that's, that's outstanding. Like you said, second shot course. He's extremely good off of the tee in terms of accuracy. So I'm not saying shots gained total. I'm saying accuracy, right? So those numbers get a little yeah. skewed when talking about off the tee because all of a sudden it's like, okay, he's bombing it out there. Like a Bryson's, uh, you know, Bryson's always the leader off the tee, right? But he's not that accurate off the tee. And then um, ball striking is 20th. So I like I like Chez. He hasn't had the best history. He did do pretty good. The Masters at 29th. He missed the cut at RSM. 63rd at Shriners. Again, not that great. Uh, he was third at the Safeway. That wasn't that long ago. So, yeah, I like the play here. I like, I like Chez. I like, I like his accuracy. I think he's going to do well this week. Uh, yeah, as do I. Uh, so I got to go down a ways before uh, I got to go down to 7,300 bucks before I get to my next guy. 
I, I go way down. Uh, I got a guy you're yeah. never gonna think I picked. I, uh, I, had, I, had, to, I had to. I had to to make uh, make up for my, all my other picks. I, I got like two See, guys I, in the nine thousand dollars range. Man, I, I spent big on JT, and then I kind of, you know, then I went way down after that. I I, I changed my strategy up a little on this one, as as opposed to even in even evening this thing out. Uh, I went to uh, let's spend it all if it's and, and I thought it was the right guy. So uh, where do I want uh, Paul uh, Peter Malnati? Peter Malnati. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's ranked third in points. So uh, DraftKings points that is that, yeah. you know in the past twenty four. So I mean that guy is just uh, he's he, once again he's a birdie machine man. I mean. I think he's going to score. I think he's uh, he's 48th at the RSM, 21st at Bermuda, 5th Shriners, 2nd Sander- Sanderson Farms. I mean, this is going to be one, you know, I, now is he going to, is he going to get heavy play here? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think to me, this is the best value in, in my lineup for sure. Um, and he's, uh, let's, I mean, the guy's kind of hot. I mean, in ball striking, let's see. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. He's only missed one cut in his last eight starts, uh, and he's got a runner-up and a T5. So, you know, I, I'm coming off a hot hand, I think. Uh, we'll see where we wind up at. Great play. I mean, for that kind of money to be third in DraftKings points. Uh, the other guy, I, I don't have this guy on my lineup, but as we're going down and we're just kind of calling out some, hey, you know, some good value here. Doug Gim at uh, 7,400 bucks. He is fifth yeah, in DraftKings points, you know? That that, that guy is. Uh, I think you jumped me, though. I think, uh, what? how much is Doug 7,400. No, no, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, 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 no. He, you, I, I don't have him. I don't have him either. I was just calling him out as a, as like a good guy. You guys might want to keep, keep an eye out for. You look at the last three starts of his 18th at RSM, 14th at Bermuda and 23rd at Sanderson. So, I mean, like that guy's been playing really good golf, you know, second shot golf course. I mean, it's, you know, all he has to do is make some putts. I mean, he's, uh, what seventh in strokes gained, um, on approach. Did you just say that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like this guy is, that's, that's kind of a sleeper that I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked him out of anywhere until uh, what last week. So yeah, uh, yeah I think it's a solid pull. Yeah. Um, anybody else that you're seeing that you would uh, consider uh, in the $7,000 range? I don't have anybody. Uh, John, huh? I mean, that dude is coming. He's playing on. Um, yeah, that guy's looking good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's playing on uh, a medical, uh, whatever you call it, a medical, mm-hmm. uh, medical pass. Mm-hmm. So, and that dude is just like, he, once again, I mean, mm-hmm. as few tournaments as he's played, he's ranked 18th for $7,400. Yeah. I, I don't know what we're going to get here. I think he's won this tournament before though. Um, so I think that's one of those that's probably not going to get a lot of action, that's uh that that plays well here um i know that's above but no outside of that i mean chess and hadley but i don't know i mean you know maybe uh graham mcdowell previous winner that not seeing anything as far as it's actually gonna you know gonna overthrow anybody um who Camilo Vijegas? I mean, that guy, he looked pretty good. I mean, that's, uh, you know, wouldn't necessarily steer from him. I thought Norlander pulled out of this thing. I thought he, uh, he might or, is he just, or is he just coming back off the COVID? That's what it could be. He might have. Yeah. Uh, I got her scroll down to $6,900, buddy. Yeah. Do you have any more? I got Adam Shank at 6,900. Uh, that's a good play. Yeah. I played him recently too. He kind of burned um, me a week, a week or two ago, but yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that's not to say that he's not going to do it this week. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think that, uh, I think he's solid from a perspective of, I needed somebody at $6,900. Uh, what's he done? So, uh, so 2020, he was on an 11 streak cut run and, uh, you know, that's when he lost it on the 12th one. And, um, you know, from, from where he's at and ball striking, I think he's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm rolling the dice on him that he's going to pull it out this time and he's going to get back on that cut run. Nice. Nice. Uh, well, I am going all the way down to 6,600. Uh, what is it? 6,700 bucks. And I'm going to take, uh, the low amateur from the U S open, Mr. Andy Ogletree. Uh, <laughs> 
I think that's a good play, man. Yeah, yeah. It's his first uh, official PGA event as a as a professional. He just turned pro, and you know he's yeah. going to be extremely hungry coming out of uh, the Masters, and um, he uh, he wants to he wants to get himself a tour card, man. You know he's going to he like you know Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf and uh, Morikawa. All those guys have all got their uh, their boost coming out of you know becoming pro and they had they all had to take advantage of it and he's going to be yeah. hungry so I, I think I expect good things from him I mean, and he he did play well at the Masters he played thirty fourth thirty fourth yeah so in Augusta yeah um, yeah I, I don't I don't think it's bad I, I think it's a good play here I think the field sets up kind of well for him well I think the field gives him a better opportunity um, to to make the cut and score so I, I don't think that's a bad one man way to um, Way to pull! Uh, way to pull for the underdog there, big guy. Yeah, I man. You that. know, I'm like, hey, you know what? He's a he allowed me to get like another nine thousand dollar guy because I saved. Yeah, you know. right. So yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Hopefully, he makes the cut. That's all I want him to do. Um, all right, we're gonna go to one and done. At that price, at that price, what more can you ask him to do? Exactly. Uh, one and done. Shit. I mean, I'm so strapped on this one, man. Well, you're you're um, way ahead on one and done. I mean, you're because you, you had DJ won the Masters, and I know, I know. Uh, Didn't I have somebody else that won something else? No, Maybe. you had uh, okay. you, you you had your DJ was your big one, like two point one million, and yeah, then yeah. You had Rory. Uh, Rory had a pretty good U.S. He Open. He had a decent. He had a decent yeah. Open. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, I don't know. You go. You you pick the match first. I'm taking, you, I'm, so, I think I was going to take all my Victa. Um, I, oh, think, I think this is a not. Like we said not an aggressive field, um, yeah. and it's got similar elements to where he's played well. And uh, again, he's been sneaky good. So I'm going to take Hovland. I think Hovland in this type mm-hmm. of field with um, you know with how uh, how many players are there, you know, if you will, in terms of uh, like the top ten kind of top twenty kind of guys. I think I think he's going to play well this week, and I think uh, I think he'll finish well here, uh, and he might win. So, yeah, Hoplin's my guy. God, I just don't know what I'm going to lose if I pick Jay in the back end. I'll go JT. It's fine. I mean, this this is probably the weakest field he's playing all, all year. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think uh, definitely not a not a big field for him either. So, um, yeah, for I mean, for JT, yeah, I mean, you think Dusty was going to be here, right? And I mean, he pulls out. So, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, all good on that, man. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. That's going to be exciting. But like you said, we're going to be uh, without the old uh, DraftKings for a little while. We will be without DraftKings. We will have some stuff coming out to uh, to all the listeners. So if you like us or you don't like us, we uh, we appreciate you for giving us an opportunity, first and foremost. Absolutely. Uh, 20, 2020 has been uh, it's been a very interesting year. Uh, well, they, they gave us, uh, they gave us limes and we made gin and tonics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, but, uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we, we've got plenty of stuff that's going to be released through the end of the year. There won't be a whole lot of golf after, um, after this. Well, actually, I think we'll have one more golf. Uh, we'll have a course, uh, we've got a superintendent coming on next week. So that'll release between now and the end of the year. That'll be this um, week. That's going to be this week. It'll be this week. Um, yeah, we have, um, uh, tobacco road. We got a couple things we'll be releasing. So we got, we'll, we'll do, um, one this week and then we'll do uh, Martha next week. Well, we got Huntoon from uh, Heritage coming on next week. Oh, okay. So, another recording. Yeah, so we'll, another yeah, so we'll recording. have another yeah. recording. Yeah, that we'll release after that. Uh, but yeah, but we won't. Uh, we're taking a little hiatus. Uh, I'm probably going to play some golf. I did sign up for another golf tournament in two weeks uh, here locally in Atlanta. So we'll see how that goes. It's like their uh, winter challenge or something or another. So we have to get a practice round in before that happens. And uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope everyone has a great holiday and, uh, you know, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, if you come across any interesting bottles or courses, uh, let us know, man, we'd love to give them a try. We will be back and around. Uh, we're not going away for the holiday. He's talking to the, the people that just want the DraftKings shows. We, we're going to be oh, releasing yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of shows and, and we'll be giving updates as well. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll drop some, uh, we'll probably jump on Instagram live for some of these things and, um, and share some things. I guess we may, we may jump on Twitter as well, but, uh, but yeah, we'll be doing some Instagram live and then, uh, we'll, whatever we do there, you know, we'll, we'll, let's reattach. So yeah, yeah, we're not uh, we're not quitting unless no, no. uh, <laughs> Dan fires me. Oh, uh, no, no, it's been fun. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? I think 
Ah oh, man, I think Dusty's gonna have a hell of a year. I think he might he might win Player of the Year two years <laughs> he in may, a row. He may. I think it's gonna, gonna be like it's gonna be back to back, man. It could be he, he could uh, what it would be. He'll be the fifth, fifth or sixth. Uh, I don't know. We'll get into that at a later date, man. Uh, hey everybody, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks for the support, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you uh, on the next show. Cheers. Cheers.